Welcome to Pure Connect Podcast with Dr. Gesham Sikala, a celebrity mentor and prince. He is a businessman, humanitarian, author, speaker, television host, media personality, pastor to the stars, and global goodwill ambassador. Here, Dr. Gesham will help you understand true success and prosperity, maximize your true potential, experience God's presence, deepen your relationship with God, and learn to walk with God. Now, here is Dr. Geshom. One time, we were driving with a friend of mine who is in Sacramento. His name is Travis. Travis used to travel with me everywhere. So I was doing meetings in, in Orange County once a month called Firelight, where people used to drive from everywhere. Powerful meetings. Some of you attended it, some of you remember it, but most of the people online. So we were driving then somebody drove on the, on the opposite direction by mistake. And another car was coming. And I felt the voice in me say, move the car by your hand. I did like this. And the car was moved. I literally saw the car move. And Travis says, wow. And myself, I said, wow. <laughs> Do I have any powers to move the car? No, but I hope it goes through this is a supernatural life that you carry. One time they, they called me around 2 a.m. My phone was ringing. I was just a kid that time. And uh, I don't know if some of you, you remember the phones called Nokia. <laughs> big ones, right? You know, you know some of them, right? The big Nokia phone. So I had the big Nokia phone. I was sleeping with it by my bedside. And it rang. There were all kinds of sounds at times. You know, they didn't have this good sound like no. Now, now we have so many cool sounds. By those times, there was all these weird sounds, you know. So it rang. Then I said, Who's calling me? I said, I. They said, they said, ah, oh, Pastor oh, 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 Gershom, Pastor Gershom, somebody's dead here. Somebody's dead here. And and then I said, I was so tired. Have you ever been tired? And the phone was annoying at first. Then I answered, and I wasn't answering with thinking. Have you ever talked without thinking? I don't know. Some of you are super big, but sometimes if I'm super sleepy and I feel like I'm having my deja vu dreaming, then my phone is ringing. Sometimes is it in my dream or in the natural? Then you answer. I answered. I said, Hello, I said, yes. He said, somebody's dead here. The person was crying. And I, I didn't hear the word dead. I just heard like somebody here, but, they, they, but, but I know the person was dead, but I, my mind was not working that way. I said, because no one has ever called me to say somebody's dead. It's my face phone call to receive about somebody's dead. Then I just said, the normal words I, I, I learned at that time when I started seeing God's power, I just said, her name was Frida. I said, Frida, I speak life. Life in Jesus' name. Bye. I turned off. <laughs> Trust me, I'm not many, but I really needed that sleep. Because I... 
because in the morning I needed to walk up at six to go back to school. One week later, I was speaking at Apostolic Faith Mission Church. For the first time, I'm invited to that church as a guest speaker. Those days when I'm invited as a guest speaker to someone, I'll wear the finest suit and I'll be like, wow. <laughs> because no one used to invite me. Now I got invited as a guest speaker. Remember, I was nobody, nameless, on the back, but walking in miracles and signs and wonders. Once I stood on the platform, I was teaching about the presence of the Holy Spirit. I remember my message was, we need the Holy Spirit. That was my message. Even now, people still tease me because I used to preach the Holy Spirit, my best friend. The Holy Spirit, my best friend. If you Google me, you'll find that who is the best friend. You'll find Geshem Sikala, the best friend. <laughs> you seriously, you find that Geshem Sikala, the best friend of the Holy Spirit, because that's how people used to invite me. And that's how they used to write in their bio, say, we're inviting Gershom Sikar as the best friend of the Holy Spirit. <laughs> Hallelujah. So now, I'm preaching, 75-year-old woman. I've ever, I've ever been in the seven. No, you have never been. I myself too. But, but uh, no, no. Similar to the one that you, you protected me, God used you, when we were in San Diego. Remember that weird person who came in the service, like, oh, we tried to disturb the service. Similar to that situation, an old woman comes and says, please stop worshiping, please. When I'm in the flat of preaching, she disturbs the everybody and everybody keeps quiet, including myself. I was shaking. I said, oh my God, maybe I didn't quote the scripture rightly. Maybe I didn't do it. I was shaking everything. I've ever shaked like I'm shaking. Then she takes the mic from me. And the African speakers are loud. <laughs> Shane, I'll tell you. So, uh, so she fixed the mic with a very loud. She said, I want to tell you that my son was dead. Gosha said life. And he jumped and he was raised from the dead. We called the ambulance. They came and said, where is the dead man? They said, this is him. He's no longer dead. He says, why did you waste our gas? In Africa, it's not easy to have an ambulance. So said, so why did you waste our time on gas? No, he was dead for real. But there was a stranger on the phone. I don't know the words he said. This person jumped out of me. I said, wow, the atmosphere was charged in that apostolic faith. Mission Church. Right. When they heard that story, then I said, okay, now keep saying more. Yeah. <laughs> and miracles took place. And I had a cousin who did not believe in the Lord. He came. He thought I was crazy that I was young and I was saving God. So, so I invited him to say, I'm going to speak. He said, okay, I'm coming to support you. But I'm, I'm not going to get saved. You know that? I'm not going uh, to be born again. I don't, that's being washed. White people are washing your brain too much. <laughs> you are black. You don't need a white Jesus. Is it all right that I'm, I'm so real? You know? That's what he told me. You know? So, you know, 
I love white people. I've always loved white people. Ah, so he comes. Then when he hear that testimony, then I called for salvation who needed to be saved. Guess who was the first one? <laughs> and he was crying. Man, I eat food with you on the same table. We sleep in the same house. I've never felt that energy that came into me and that conviction. Today, I received Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. People, we need the power of God to convict people to be saved. The problem we have today, people are rationalized saved. They're not convicted saved. Salvation must come by the conviction of the Holy Spirit. He was saved, so saved, more than me saved. You know what I mean that. <laughs> I was zealous for the gospel. He was 10 times zealous. He was praying over everything. Even a phone call. Lord, I pray that this phone call is going to be a good phone call. <laughs> Lord, I thank you that this water is going to bless me. Lord, I thank you that this, he prayed over everything. You know, understand what I'm saying. Same thing as you said. Because he prayed over every single thing. Then when we were walking, Lord, save that person. I said, I said okay, let's, let's no more So I said, okay. As I'm saying, you got more saved than I was saved because sometimes I control myself, myself. But him was like, no holding back. And the Lord he brought so many people to the Lord. He, he challenged me one time. He says, I have a son, but I want you to tell your God that my wife will be pregnant with a girl. That was a challenge. For the first time, I practiced my faith for those type of things. I said, your wife shall have a beautiful baby girl and you shall call her Matinta. So that's the name he wanted. He already had a name for the baby girl. Because every time he expected a baby girl, Bobby gave baby boy showed up. So he, he, he came to me. Guess what? She got pregnant. She had a baby girl. And the name was that. He even got more saved now. <laughs> I know these things sounds like some mystical. But if you have the Holy Ghost, you have that power of God that is greater than magic, greater than anything can ever imagine. Hallelujah. I want you to understand that miracles are already inside you. Healing are already inside you. The supernatural is already inside you. What makes the supernatural not to flow? It's a wrong understanding about who you are in God. When you have the right understanding who you are in God, the spirit of God will flow freely, freely through you. Dr. Geisham will continue with that word in a moment. 
kindly note that you can continue to discover God's powerful truth and much more in Dr. Geshum's other resources, which include his new books, Delete the Offense and Healing Your Own Soul, a book that will bring wholeness to your being. You can get these copies on Amazon or go to www.geshumsikala.org. Now, let's get back to Dr. Geshum as he continues with today's word. Number one, to unlock the supernatural, you have to have an open mind to the Holy Spirit. Open mind. Yes, it's already in your heart, but does your mind agree? You have to convince your own mind that the Holy Spirit is real. And you have to convince your own mind that the Holy Spirit is good. You have to convince your own mind that the Holy Spirit will not make you widow. Or what do you call that? What's the word somebody uses that? Crazy. Yeah, it's not going to make you that. (laughs) It's going to make you the wisest person, the craviest, the, the most craver person, a smart person. Doesn't matter how crazy it is, there will be something great that will come out of it. So open mind and open heart. Open heart to the word of God to work. The number three is very important. Do not allow fear in believing God for the supernatural. The supernatural is more real than fear. Do not be afraid to step out in the name of God because you will not sink. Just like Peter stepped out, he walked on water and never sank. Not until he started doubting, then he started sinking. Whenever you start doubting, you start a leakage of sinking. Whatever you do, have faith in God. You have to have faith. I told one lady that was told by the doctor that she would die in one month. So she was making preparation. Then I went to her, I said, make up people, change your preparation. Go and destroy that coffin. She said, but they've spent a lot of money. I said, when the right time comes, they're gonna buy you a nice one. Go and break it. So she breaks the coffin. They call her crazy. I said, it's true, you're crazy. Those doctors are crazy. It's not time up that they're telling you it's time up. Then I said, start, make plans for five years and 10 years. I want you to begin to invite God into your plans. Have a purpose. Guess what? One month passed, she was even more healthier. Two months passed, healthier. Six months passed, healthier. One year passed, healthier. Then she's still alive even today. I don't even know where she is, but it's a long, it's 10 years ago. She's still alive. Why? Because as real it is in the natural, but it's more real in the spirit. You can change your destiny today by believing in the supernatural. You have to believe that God has so much power and the greatest, greatest power in the whole world. I don't, it doesn't matter which powers are there. There are other powers, right? The Holy Spirit is the greatest power in the world. That's why the devil does not want the Holy Spirit in the church. The devil does not want your pastor to have the Holy Spirit. 
Instead, the devil is using the church to rise against the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit is the one that builds the church. And if you don't have the Holy Spirit in the church, you have cultism, you have socialism. He wins. What makes the power of God? The church means not everything. Some of these churches, we should not call them churches. We should just call them temples or buildings. Because a church means you are the wife of Jesus. Jesus is the head. And the church is the light that shines Jesus on earth. That's what the church means. The church means is filled with the power of the Holy Spirit. The church means is Bible filled. The church means they are full with the life of God. Any church called church and reject the Holy Spirit, it's not a church, it's just a building and the socialism. A true church honors Jesus and Jesus honors the Holy Spirit. These are supernatural things that I'm talking about. The battles to connect yourself to true spirituality. You are a spiritual being and there are powers of darkness that are spiritual. There's so many darkness. They're called demons. Now, for you to differentiate yourself, whether you're walking in the true power or in the false power, it's the only one distinction. One, the Holy Spirit. That's it. Now, how did you receive this Holy Spirit matters because the devil can act himself as an angel of light, yet is darkness. The way, how did the Holy Spirit enter you? Didn't he enter you when you're having rituals or you're doing all kinds of things and doing animal sacrifice? If you felt the Holy Spirit enter you, it's not the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit comes through the blood of Jesus. Through the blood of Jesus. Everything you have must be filtered through the cross. Through the cross. Must be filtered through the cross. I came through the cross. I came through the death of Jesus. I came through his resurrection. I came through his suffering. I came through Jesus. Even my being born again is because Jesus was born. As many as have received him, they have been born to have the right that they are sons and daughters of God. How did you encounter Jesus? How did you encounter the power? Let me tell you, this power is greater than any other powers you may be afraid. That's why the Bible says, fear not, fear not. You know why? Because you are more powerful than the fear. You are more powerful than the failure. You are more far powerful than your enemies. You are more powerful than everything. If you know how much God has in store with you, you will not be jealous of your neighbor because God is greater than your neighbor. You, what you see is so natural. There is much more in the spirit. There is everything that you ever dreamed, never need, is in the spirit of the Holy Spirit. You need true supernatural arms through the Holy Spirit. Being spiritual does not mean you walk with the Holy Spirit. Being spiritual does not mean you have been anointed. Being spiritual doesn't mean you are saved because you can be spiritual through demons. True spirituality is when the Holy Ghost comes upon you and steers you up. 
I'm telling you, I love the power of God. And I'm sad with a church that does not believe in the Holy Spirit. I'm even sad with the church that when they know you're prophesying, they look down on you. When they know you're the Holy Ghost person, they look down on you. But if they were just a teacher, if you're just a philosopher, if you're just this, and then they exhort you. The church has no power. No wonder they compare church with the church of Satanism. They compare church with, the, with, with Hinduism. They compare church like with all religion. We are not religion. We are not religious people. We are sons and daughters of God. Filled with the Holy Spirit. Have a relationship with God. Working in the love of God. Casting out demons, raising the dead. We don't bring demons, we cast out demons. Uh -huh. We don't bring disease, we heal disease. We don't bring confusion, we bring order. We don't bring hurt, we bring love. That's what you are inside you. Romans chapter 5, verse 5, it says the Holy Ghost. He has poured his love in you. You are loved because the Holy Ghost is living inside you. He has found his love in you. And it says, because of the Holy Spirit love, you will never be disappointed. Do you never, you will never be disappointed. Tell you never, you never be disappointed. Tell your angel there next to you, never be disappointed. We get disappointed if when we get laid by the flesh. When we, we are laid by the Holy Ghost, there is no disappointment. If their axe is lost, it's gone deep into the mud. It's gone deep under the ground. The power of the Holy Ghost will bring it up for you. Who bring that breakthrough for you? Who bring that dream for you? Who bring that healing for you? It doesn't matter how sick you are. You can be as sick as dead. The Holy Ghost will do it. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe to support the ministry and stay up to date with new episodes.